welcome to today's episode of EYA's The Talk with your host, Jono and Isaac. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Yo, welcome to episode three of The Talk. It's Isaac and Jono. What up? We are ready and pumped. Uh, I think uh, if you join us for the first time, it's such an honor to have you here. Glad that you're a part of the conversation. Uh, as I said, this is episode three. And so we have already done two. I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. But don't leave. You can stay here. I'm going to quickly recap it. Uh, episode one, Jono, we talked about adoption. We did. Um, we looked at how we were once slaves, alienated from God, and that he actually adopted us out of that and brought us into the family uh, the family of God. And so that was an absolutely wild conversation. Make sure you do go and listen to it after you've listened to this. And then episode two, we talked about now that we're in the family of God, uh, we're in the home, uh, we actually are called and invited to the table, that there's a seat for us. Uh, we shouldn't just remain in our room, cut off, isolated, but God actually wants to get us at the table. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it'd be great to continue this conversation and look at now we're at the table. And I know something you said in the first episode, a, a statement that really stuck out for me was that uh, in the family, God is the one uh, who creates the climate and the culture, that it's actually the fu- the parent, not the children, uh, even from your own situation, uh, that sets the culture and the climate. And so I think uh, it'd be good for us to look at that and how God's the one who actually sets the culture and the climate. Yeah, definitely. And um, uh, and tonight we're going to be talking uh, about what the family is going to look like. Great. Uh, and as the church, what should this look yep. like? It, uh, when people come to church, when people think of church, what should it actually be like? And, yep. and I guess the natural leading point is to there is well the church should look like whatever god looks like great in in a perfect world obviously we're all less than perfect and we're not quite going to measure up to that but even jesus himself said i only do what i see my father doing right right. and so that is our mandate as christians as is to in the church we should emulate whatever god does right uh, great. And, and I think a good point to even start off is like, it is God as the father is the one who sets what that culture is. Yeah. It's not you or it's not me or it's not the person with the microphone. It's not one of the kids at the table, but it's actually God. Uh, and I think that sometimes can land us in hot water too, where we look at a man or a woman and we go, oh, that's what it is to be the family or that's what it means. This is like, no, it's actually God. And so I think as we look at that and look at who he is and understand what that picture looks like, I think it's actually going to be helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. So should we get into it? Do you have a scripture for us? I, I do. It's, uh, it's 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. It says this. It says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people... But now you're God's people. That's what we were talking about in the first two weeks. Yeah. And once you had not received mercy, but now you have mm. received mm. mercy. Honestly, uh, that's one of my favorite, yeah. favorite pieces of scripture. It's just so powerful. And there's so much in there that yeah. we just could not even hope to get through in this podcast. But yeah. Isaac, why don't you why don't you give me one thing in there yeah. that really kind of grabbed your attention yeah i mean as you're reading it obviously like you said we want to look at the picture of what it, it looks like to be in, in this family and who god is and and understand that at first nine uh, the first part says but you are a chosen race a royal priesthood priesthood sorry uh, and i love this last part a holy nation uh, i think even that is sometimes a word that we are all aware of but maybe don't quite understand the the meaning or the depth of what that 
the implications of that for us. Yeah. So even if you could, Jono, explain a bit of the idea around a holy nation, what does that mean? Uh, what's that coming from? Definitely. Uh, and I think, well, we have to start with the idea of what does holy right. mean? Right. What is that? And I think holy is one of the most overused and least understood yeah church words that we have Uh, and what holy means is to be distinct or Mm. separate from and so in the same way that we are not God we are less than God because of our sin and because we were made that way the the difference between us is that God is holy and we are not that we are less than perfect and he is fully perfect uh, and so when we look at holy, it means to be distinct or to be separate from. Yeah, wow. Um, but even if we're looking for what a picture of holiness is, what does it look like? Well, it just looks like God. Yeah, right. God's love is perfect. God's grace is perfect. God's justice right. and wrath and mercy right. are all perfect. And that is, if we're looking for that, that picture, that yeah, tapestry wow. of holiness, it's just the person of God. Wow. Profound. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think as well, when we read the Bible, um, it, it's not written to people in our time. Yeah, right. And so God obviously and absolutely understands for us, I- intends for us, sorry, to understand the Bible. Mm. So if you're reading things and you're not getting it, totally. ask someone. Yeah. Like, help, ask someone to help you understand. Yeah, right. Um, but, but aside from that, we can read things that don't make sense to us in our, our modern worldview. Right. Whereas when they were written... Um, like when this verse was written, yep. the people reading it and hearing it would have known exactly totally. what God was saying or yep. what the writer was saying. And so the example we have here is a holy nation. Yep. So if we actually take a moment and look look back right. at the first holy nation, mm. that we are the new holy nation of this what's called covenant. Yeah, right. We can get to that another time. Um, but God had intended Israel. Right. And, and Israel are God's chosen people. Yep. He intended them to be a holy nation. Yeah. And what that means is that he had chosen them in the world that they were living in. Yep. He had chosen them and set them apart and made them distinct yeah, wow. from the nations around them. Right. Because those countries, those nations were just doing all kinds of horrible things like practicing child sacrifice, yeah. raping, murdering, pillaging, no value placed on human life. Mm. It was just pretty much everyone fend for themselves. Right. Uh, and so God said to the Jewish people, I have called you my own. I've made you a chosen race, a royal priesthood. You're right. You are my holy nation. And so as part of that, and this is what part of what the law is all about. We can read mm. the law and hear about the law, which is the Ten Commandments plus a whole bunch more. Mm. And think, man, God is so strict. Right. But God's intention in that is to make the Israelite people distinct and yeah, separate wow. from those around them so that mm. those countries around them could see how good God was. Right. And I, th- and I think a thing to, to ponder is, uh, obviously, we're not Jewish. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. I can't no. speak for yourself, Jono. I'm not. <laughs> but uh, this side, even Jesus, right? Uh, and I love what we talked about in the episode one was that he came to bring us into by adoption the family of God yeah uh, and so us being drafted into that that we are now part of this holy nation definitely that's and that that's who we're called to be right we we are now that holy nation who as the church as the modern day Israel right we are called to be separate 
and to be distinct from right. the world around right. us. That when people walk into the church or when they see you at work or when they totally. see you at uni or school or at the gym or whatever you right. do with yourself, there's, they should look and think there's something a bit distinct yeah. there yeah. where when I talk to them, they don't sound like everyone yeah, else. There's, right. a, there's a sweetness to them. It's yeah, almost wow. like it, if you think when you go to the supermarket, most of the supermarket doesn't really have much of a smell about it. It's yep. just kind of like you get the odd whiff of food or bread or something like that. Yeah. But when you go to either like the cleaning aisle <laughs> or the pet food aisle, you know you're yeah, there. You're there. <laughs> like there is just that overwhelming smash of it. aroma most when you go past the perfume aisle it's not too bad when you totally. hit the pet food aisle it's just like all hell has broken <laughs> loose it's just like an assault on the senses well, it's like um it reminds me i don't know for me when i was in high school uh you would walk past and you as you come to the boys toilets the one smell that you where are you know going you, with this uh, yeah let me Lynx africa oh so true. Like that is it. So true. If there is a smell to determine a period of my life in high mm. school, it would be Lynx Africa or Lynx chocolate. Yeah. Everyone had it. Didn't matter. It's like it was the one thing that united us all. I don't know how many girlfriends I got because of <laughs> Lynx Africa and nothing else. I, I think I single-handedly kept them afloat as a company. I don't know how they function now. Well... You still use them. It's okay. I can smell it even yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, lucky that you're at home. You don't have to put up with the mm. stench. But raises a great question of there is definitely a distinctness and there is definitely something and a, or a difference, like you said, to the family of God because God sets the temperament and yeah. he is holy. So there's a separation that we should look different, that we should sound different. And I think what would be beneficial is us to really dive into that. What does that look like? How do you know... Who God's holy? How do you know that? What does that look like? The picture of that? I think we alluded to at the beginning, but to batten down into that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, put simply, the scent of God is that, and it says this in the Bible. Right. God is love. Yeah, right. And so, if we want to understand the perfect picture right. of holiness and the perfect picture of God, well, it's it's in the way that God defines yeah, yeah. Himself is that God is love. So holiness is love. Right. And now, th not necessarily in the way that we. Uh, in the world understand love mm. but in the way that the bible portrays love yes. which is not always this nice give you a cuddle totally. accept everything you do but sometimes yep. love is a slap in the face right and, and it's that tough love that people need to call them out of their mm. sin drag them away from something that's going to destroy them and right. then sometimes for people who are hurting for people who are in pain who need comfort that love is is just the, the most empathetic, warmest hug that we mm. can muster. Mm. It, it, it's that picture of love is giving people what they need, yeah, right. not necessarily what they want. Right. And I think um, it's, it's like, okay, God sets the temperament and I know that me as a son, like I don't always live up to that. Like yeah. I'm probably not the best picture of who God is. And I think uh, for me, it's like uh, I need to spend more time with my father. Yeah. Like for me to be able to, to be that, in my own life and kind of follow through the culture that God wants to set as, as, as he is holy and everything you just said with love and what that looks like. It's like, man, I need to be, I don't know, season one as a church, we're talking about being with yeah, and how important it is to be with Jesus. And I just think for me, it's like, man, I just need to 
spend more time pursuing intimacy, more time with my father, more time hanging out with him, getting to know what he sounds like, how he talks, how he operates, opening up the Bible and reading yeah. scriptures and understanding who he is and all of that kind of stuff to, to be able to actively portray who he is and what I'm a part of. Yeah, uh, and it's that whole idea of what I said at the very beginning that right. even Jesus as God in his time on earth yeah, said, great. I only do what I see my father doing. <laughs> right. And so we... As Christians, as God's adopted children, yep. should only we're no better than Jesus. Yes, we we should only do what we see our Father doing. Great. And the most simple, straightforward way to see what God is doing is to be around Him. Great, and and we want to smell like Him. We want to uh, we want to look like Him to the yeah. world around us, so that when when people see us, uh, that there's there's that noticeable scent yes. of love yes. and goodness and graciousness and and I love that there's a when you read the fruit of the spirits in right. Galatians 5 22 23 um, it's the the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness yep. goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control yep. there, there's this bit at the end that never gets any attention and I absolutely love it it says against such things there is no law yeah right it's like all of humanity can agree right. that those are fantastic things. Right. And so we as the church, if we are meant to embody the character of God yeah, and that. the nature of God through the Holy Spirit, we can't just do it by white-knuckling our way to holiness. Yeah, it's yeah. called self-righteousness and it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Then the world will notice. Right. And that doesn't mean there won't be opposition. That mean, doesn't mean people will accept the gospel wherever we go. 100%. But it means that there's a noticeable difference and yes. people will want it Yes, when we live in the way that God has called us to. Yes. And I think it's, it's, it's a massive game changer. Like, I need to spend time with my father. Yeah. Like, it's not even enough to just, for my expression, like, obviously I work at a church. It's not enough to just attend on a Sunday and be in a church building for five days a week. It's like, no, no, no. If Isaac, as a son, is not actively seeking after my father to spend time to just be with him to catch how he walks to catch how he lives it's like what's the point yeah uh, as i said in a previous week i have an 18 month old son right his name is andrew he's delicious and um the, the way children learn at that age right is by one way and one way only right. it's just by imitation right and so I have to be so cautious and careful about what I do yeah. because he will probably do it. Yes. And so the way he's learning what shapes are and the way he learns how to do things is by just copying me right. and doing what we do and doing what Elise does. Yes. And, and I think that's such a, a beautiful picture wow. of how we should wow. be with God. Great. Of I don't know how to do anything yeah. on my own. Even yeah. Ross said it on... Um, on Sunday, that verse in John chapter 15, apart from me, yep. you can do nothing. Yep. Apart from God, I can do nothing. I yep. know nothing. Yep. Like There's just nothing that I bring to the table. But when I imitate him yes. and when he is in me and when I am spending time with him and engaging with totally. him and, and have that intimate relationship with him, that's when through his power and grace and goodness, I can yeah. accomplish something of value yep. for the kingdom. Yep. And it only comes from that place of intimacy so with God. And and you'll be amazed. You will honestly be amazed as you spend more and more time yeah. with the Father. Great. How much your perspective changes wow. and how much the way you live changes to slowly reflect mm. the way that He's actually called us to right. live. It's almost it's 
it, it sounds strange, but it's almost effortless yeah. when you have the structure in place and when you when you have the devotion right. Yeah. You don't you don't have to try to do the right thing yes. anymore, quote unquote. Yeah. It's it just happens, it flows out of you. Yeah. Why? Because you're just copying. Love that. You're just imitating who you see every single day. And I mean it's like we all do like everyone does it. it, it you go to like uh, the gym. I've just joined a gym. I know you probably can't tell yet, John. Thank you. I'm getting there. I haven't done. You my don't have to go. You just have to join, and you get better. Well, you just have to post an Instagram mm. picture, and I haven't done that yet, so I actually don't go to a I gym. I can tell. But <laughs> but I go there, and it's. <laughs> I appreciate that. And uh, you go there, and you see everyone. They either have the same clothes. They all wear the same type of shoes. It's just like there's this thing where everyone there just does the same thing. And I think that's even a beautiful picture. It's like as we spend more time with God, we're all going to look like him in the world. And I think one of the biggest travesties, as I said at the start, is like when people look to a person to look at a child at the table and get a wrong indication and make a judgment on the family of God or who God is based on that. It's like we have actually a really big responsibility to seek God if not for anything to be like him, but also for like the people we're called to reach. And as we go back to episode one, it's like there's more room at the table and we have to bring other people in. But I have such a responsibility to spend so much time with God that my life naturally looks just by time with him so that other people see him in me. They don't see me. Yeah. And and that's what we want people. When when they walk past us, totally. they want we want them to smell. Totally. Smell the scent of of the father great we want them to see the way the father lives great we want them to just know that there's that so good. distinction that we are that holy people great set apart that when when someone walks into the church for the first time that we are the most welcoming place on earth not yep. in a forced way totally. that we have been told totally. by someone we have to go up and say hello and be joyful and kind right. and nice but just because that's what flows out of yeah. us is joy and and kindness great and happiness why because we've been given new life right right. because we see the father and the father is full of joy so the father is full of life and love and we can't help great overflow that great i think that's a great place to land uh i I, i've enjoyed today's conversation it's been a banger yeah it's been a good one actually i think we should continue it next time though and look a bit more of the practicalities and how we can help do that and for sure and so uh thank you so much for joining us i hope that it was beneficial that you loved it uh until next time jono and isaac we'll see you then see you then you've just listened to another episode of the talk to stay connected please visit us at any of our social media accounts You'll find us on Instagram by searching Elevation YAGC or on the Facebook by searching Elevation Young Adults Gold Coast. We can't wait to see you next time on The Talk.